0: Some of you are still there. You're in the thick of it. And I just pray that you don't believe that lie, that you are alone. You're unseen because God sees you. He loves you. And he's chasing after you. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he wants you to just rest and let go, let go of trying to figure it all out. Welcome to A Home That Heals. I'm Brie, along with my mom, Z, and we are so glad that we are a part of this community. Today,
1: we are talking with you all to remind you that you're not alone. It's something you just can't hear often enough, and so we want to remind you of that and much more today on A Home That Heals. Carolyn, you've had our listeners on your heart a lot lately. It seems like every time we get together, we're talking about somebody who's messaged us or sent us a, uh, an email or something that has just really been tugging. I know at your heart, mine as well, because there are real people on mm-hmm. the other side of this microphone with real issues they're grappling with. And then also with real hearts to share it so that we can realize that we're not alone. Yeah, And we kind of want to flip that around today.
0: We do. You know, I don't want to share too much intimate information about these stories that come through because I haven't asked everybody if that's okay. But I just want you to stop and think, you know, if you are somebody that you feel like you're the only one that's trying to um, find a solution to this challenge, you're the only one that is struggling um, or sometimes I'll also say sometimes you think, you know what people have more difficult things than I do. I should just be grateful. you know I should just not wallow you know I, I can't give myself a moment to to be sad or you know realize that I'm struggling right now. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm really going mm-hmm. through some stuff right now because people have it far worse. you know there there are there are people that have all kinds of challenges. Whether it's, you know, challenges that they're facing with their kids, challenges they're facing with their marriage, challenges they're facing with their relationship with God, challenges that they're facing just personally, um, medical, physical, emotional, mental, the list goes on and on. And I so remember a time a few years ago where I really believed this huge lie that I I was the only one that was facing this, you know, because I didn't have any immediate friends or immediate family that were facing the same kinds of difficulties. And because honestly, I was getting so much feedback from, um, professionals and from even people that I know were well-meaning that led me to believe that maybe I was just kind of making things up in my head. Maybe I was, you know, uh,
1: being overdramatic, overreacting,
0: overreacting.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a word that people sometimes throw at us Yeah, when they don't really know where we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Or that I just hadn't tried this. I just, you know, oh, well, have you thought yeah. of this? Oh, have you, know. you know, have you thought of doing this? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. And yeah, <laughs> a million yeah. times, but I, I just felt so alone and I started really believing this lie that the enemy wanted me to believe that I, that I was isolated. I was alone and that I was never going to figure it out and we were never going to get answers and you know maybe that's you maybe you're just feeling like man I, I go to doctor after doctor and there's there's no answers there's no help there's no understanding every appointment brings up 10 more questions mm-hmm. maybe it answers one one question but it brings 10 up 10 more um, or you know deep concerns that you have that you just can't seem to heal, you know, you can't seem to heal from the deep wounds um, that you've faced or your kids have faced. Oh, it's just, there's so much, you know, and I just want to encourage you, don't believe that lie. Don't, don't allow yourself to believe that lie because you have a God that created you, that loves you, adores you, and knows you, knows your family, and once I stopped believing that lie and really came to a point that I just desperately had to seek God and God alone, that was probably the, the kicker.
1: Okay, so say that again, because seek God, I mean, we've done podcasts on that, you know, being in the word, praying, um, praying the scriptures, you know, there's so many of those kinds of things that we sort of do as Christian practice, mm-hmm. but now you're saying that extra little piece and God alone. What do you mean by that?
0: Well, have you have you ever had that time in your life where, you know, you've you've done the Christianese thing? You know, mm-hmm. like you know how to talk the talk, you know how to walk the walk. You you maybe believe in God or or maybe you're still grappling with that and you're not sure, but you feel like, oh, I'm a good person. But then you come to that point in life where there is no hope anywhere else. You realize that it hits you like a brick wall, that there is there's no hope anywhere else other than in Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You only can seek him Mm -hmm. because, frankly, where I was at, I had sought after answers, wisdom, help from various sources. And I realized, you know what, I have to stop. I have to let go of all of that, and I have to just seek God because he is the only one who knows me. He is the only one that knows my kids. He's the only one that knows the intimate details of our situation i mean you go into a doctor seeking answers and they give you how long to try mm. to explain oh, <laughs> your yeah. situation mm-hmm. or even like i'll i'll never forget you know when i started going to counseling and it takes so long to peel those layers back so long to explain everything you know yeah. you can't just explain it right away well guess what you have a you have a creator who knows everything about your life. You don't have to explain. You don't have to peel back layer by layer with him. You can go straight to him and know that he understands you, frankly, better than you know yourself. (laughs) That's what I really realized. He knows me better and he knows what I need and he um, he, he knows what his will is for my life that will bring me true joy more than anyone ever could. So I... I just got to that point where I had to seek him and seek him alone and I quit believing that lie. I quit feeling so lonely and it wasn't like all of a sudden I quit feeling lonely because I had a bunch of friends that were going through the same thing Mm, or because mm. all my problems were solved or because, you know, things just started clicking boom, boom, boom. But I look back now and see how far we've come Mm. and I look back at how, Um, anxious I felt, overwhelmed I felt, desperate I felt. He has given me a peace and a a joy, even even though things aren't all fixed, things aren't all perfect, but he's given me so much more than I ever could have imagined. And, um, And the healing that has taken place in our home, in our relationships, the relationships we're starting to, to create with others that we can relate to. It's it's incredible. And so mm. these messages I see coming through, some of you are still there. You're in the thick of it. And I just pray that you don't believe that lie, that you are alone and that you're unseen because God sees you. He loves you and he's chasing after you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he wants you to just rest and let go, let go of trying to figure it all out and turn to him.
1: And, you know, I've, as a, your mom, I've watched you go through some of those seasons where, because we have the kind of relationship, I think, where you have been able to tell me when you're at that low point. Maybe, I don't think you always do, but you've, you've a few times. Um, and as a mom, it's so hard because, you know, I pray for you and I pray for the situation and then wait. And I and I, I have to admit that that waiting is such a hard season when you're the mom or when you're the mom. You know, like mm-hmm. you're the mom of the kids. I'm the mom of the mom. <laughs> and that waiting is so hard. But then we just had an experience a week ago where the things we'd been praying for all came together in a moment. And I felt so humbled by the fact that I had, been griping. How long, Lord? How long? Or how, you know, are you there? Are you hearing? Are you are you really in the mix? Are you really at work? Mm. And then voila, you know, in one moment you get a glimpse of that and you see what's happening. So one of the greatest joys and pains
0: of my life has been walking one of my kiddos through just knowing God. And I will say I have had more deep profound conversations with him than I ever imagined at 8 years old. At 8 years old than I ever imagined having with my kiddos. He just has this battle that's very visual. You know mm-hmm. how we all have like those battles mm-hmm. inside, you know the good and the evil. His are very public. <laughs> they're very <laughs> They're very, you know, I we can see them and he can too. He knows. He loves doing good he loves God he loves he knows Jesus died for him he knows that he is sought after and he is created fearfully and wonderfully but he still just has this struggle you know and so we have just been really talking about that and and going to God and praying because there's really nothing else we can do and he he does that so often yet a few, I think it was maybe a few months ago, it was a heartbreaking time when he was just breaking down and he said, God has lost faith in me. Mm -hmm. God has lost faith in me. I keep asking him to change me Mm -hmm. and he doesn't. How, I just sat down with big tears in my eyes and said, I do too, buddy. Like, I get it. I mean, how often do we just ask God, like, please help me. Help me stop being so angry. Help me stop being so selfish. Help me stop, you know, Whatever. fill in the blank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we feel like he doesn't. That's the point. Mm-hmm. We feel like he doesn't. But God doesn't work always overnight. You know, he, he is always at work though. And it broke my heart to see my son feeling the way that I have felt before. Yet, being able to see again where he was a year ago, where yeah. he was, I knew God was at work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just wasn't happening overnight. And so then fast forward to just this last week when he came and and said, I want to follow Jesus and I I want to follow him all my life and I want to read his word and I want to tell people about him and I want to baptize people and yeah, I want to be a pastor. <laughs> like He was just yeah, full force and the light in his eyes realizing that he had not been forgotten. He had not been left behind. He had not, you know, God was doing a work in his life. He had not lost faith in him. Was such a beautiful thing is what we've been praying for. Mm-hmm. We have been praying that he would have that peace mm-hmm. and he would know that he is in his father's hands.
1: Yeah. And that pivotal moment, it's you know, it doesn't always happen that way. It can be, you know, in so many different ways, but then in the next few days when I was with him, it was it was really interesting to watch how because he had that moment and because of that outward expression of being baptized, then we had a jumping off place for the conversation. Okay, what do we, you know, because we'd have an incident where maybe the anger was coming up again or whatever. And being able to, to say, okay, let's stop and think. Stop and think what you what you committed to, what you asked God to do, and what we've seen God do in the past. And so, yeah, again, not overnight overnight. That no. and not feelings always. You really hit it, I think, on the head where we want to feel good. <laughs> we want it, we want everything to feel right. And it isn't always not a yeah, <laughs> good indicator. That's really true.
0: And I think that too, you know, it's been such a great conversation with him about the reality of sanctification, you know, and that sounds yeah. like such a big word, but man, when you've lived it, you know it, you know, like Yes, we choose to follow Christ, but sanctification, being transformed, being renewed, Mm. that never ends. (laughs) I wish it did. I wish, you know, like the week after you chose to follow Jesus, you were a whole new creation, perfect, unflawed, And you are a new creation in Christ. And you have the Holy Spirit. You have that power to be transformed, but it doesn't mean you're there yet. And that's why, you know, we just keep, turning back to him.
1: Well, and that's reminding me so much of the story in John chapter six, where, you know, Jesus was teaching some really hard things. This was the point in his ministry where he was really starting to, the rubber was going to hit the road about who he was. Mm. And, and a lot of disciples that had been following him were starting to turn away. And, oh, this is just, when you were talking about it a minute ago, I just thought of this story so much because, you know, some of the Jesus was aware that his disciples were complaining. And so he said to them, does this offend you? You know, the teaching that he was doing. Um, then what will you think if you see the Son of Man ascend to heaven again? The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And then he just goes on to to see then these disciples as he's teaching this turning away. Mm. And so he looked to the 12 and he looked at them and he said, are you going to leave? And in verse 68 Simon Peter replied, "Lord, to whom would we go? Mm. You have mm. the words that give eternal life. We believe and we know you are the holy one of God." Mm-hmm. And that's where for those of you that Bree was, you know, speaking directly to today, that's where we pray that you will come is to know that he is the eternal one of God. And because he has eternity in his hands and you have eternity to look forward to and the day when all of this will be made right, we have a hope. Mm -hmm. We have a hope that cannot be destroyed even in the depths of the difficulties that we're facing. So we are with you and we realize that that doesn't take the feeling of loneliness away. It can't sometimes help in the dark of the night when you can't sleep. But if you're listening to us in that moment, we just urge you to just picture Jesus looking at you and saying, are you going to leave too? And like Peter, I want to say, Lord, where would I go? Yeah. You're the one. You are the one. You are the way, the truth, and the life. And I'll keep following you.
0: So dear friends, if you need encouragement, please reach out to us. You can email us, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram at A Home That Heals. And just know that we are, while we might not know you, we might not um, ever meet face-to-face, we are praying for you. We pray for you before we, we start talking on this podcast that we pray that God uses this community to remind you that you are not alone and that he created you for such a time as this and He will equip you, and He will guide you. A Home That Heals is produced in partnership with 89.5 KTSY. To find out
1: more about them, go to ktsy.org.